Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 2 Kings chapter 12 from the World English Bible. Jehoash began to reign in the seventh year of Jehu, and he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Zibiah of Beersheba. Jehoash did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes all his days in which Jehoiada the priest instructed him. However, the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense in the high places. Jehoash said to the priests, All the money of the holy things that is brought into Yahweh's house, in current money, the money of the people for whom each man is evaluated, and all the money that comes into any man's heart to bring into Yahweh's house, let the priests take it to them, each man from his donor, and they shall repair the damage to the house wherever any damage is found. But it was so that in the twenty-third year of King Jehoash, the priests had not repaired the damage to the house. Then King Jehoash called for Jehoiada the priest and for the other priests and said to them, Why don't you repair the damage to the house? Now therefore, take no more money from your treasurers, but deliver it for repair of the damage to the house. The priests consented that they should take no more money from the people and not repair the damage to the house. But Jehoiada the priest took a chest and bore a hole in its lid and set it beside the altar on the right side as one comes into Yahweh's house, and the priests who kept the threshold put all the money that was brought into Yahweh's house into it. When they saw that there was much money in the chest, the king's scribe and the high priest came up, and they put it in bags and counted the money that was found in Yahweh's house. They gave the money that was weighed out into the hands of those who did the work, who had the oversight of Yahweh's house, and they paid it out to the carpenters and to the builders who worked on Yahweh's house, and to the masons and the stonecutters, and for buying timber and cut stone to repair the damage to Yahweh's house, and for all that was laid out for the house to repair it. But there were not made for Yahweh's house cups of silver, snuffers, basins, trumpets, any vessels of gold or vessels of silver of the money that was brought into Yahweh's house, for they gave that to those who did the work and repaired Yahweh's house with it. Moreover, they didn't demand an accounting from the men into whose hand they delivered the money to give it to those who did the work, for they dealt faithfully. The money for the trespass offerings and the money for the sin offerings was not brought into Yahweh's house. It was the priests. Then Hazael, king of Syria, went up and fought against Gath and took it, and Hazael set his face to go up to Jerusalem. Jehoash, king of Judah, took all the holy things that Jehoshaphat and Jehoram and Ahaziah, his fathers, kings of Judah, had dedicated and his own holy things, and all the gold that was found in the treasures of Yahweh's house, and of the king's house, and sent it to Hazael king of Syria. And he went away from Jerusalem. 
Now the rest of the acts of Joash and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah? His servants arose and made a conspiracy and struck Joash at the house of Milo on the way that goes down to Silla. For Jazakar the son of Shimeath, and Jehozabad the son of Shomer, his servants, struck him, and he died. And they buried him with his fathers in David's city, and Amaziah his son reigned in his place. That is the end of chapter 12. It will be helpful if we start with recognizing that Jehoash is a variant spelling of Joash, just like Jehoram and Joram were variations of the same name earlier, and also be aware that Joash was also a popular name at this time, and we will meet another Jehoash who will become king of the northern kingdom in the next chapter. For three years, there will be a King Joash of the northern kingdom and a King Joash of the southern kingdom although there is some clarification of this chronology that I'll mention when I get to reading chapter 13. So back to our chapter for today, chapter 12. Right off, we are told that this Joash, Jehoash, reigns 40 years. So he dies when he is 47, and it implies what is made clear in 2 Chronicles 24, that after Jehoiada dies, Joash no longer follows Yahweh. In verse 3, the reference to high places could stand to have some discussion at this point in history. I think we talked about high places in connection with Samuel and Solomon, the summary being that until the temple became established at a certain location, as God talks about in Deuteronomy 12, verses 8 through 11, there were sacrifices made to Yahweh at high places, which literally just means places of elevation. Once worship was established according to Yahweh's direction, the place where he chose, offerings and sacrifices at other places, excepting the Passover, which each household was to perform, other sacrifices were incorrect, even if purported to be to Yahweh. Yahweh wanted his worship to be clearly distinguished. So after this, the high places became more synonymous with worshiping idols and false gods. So here, even though it doesn't say exactly who or what was being worshipped at the high places, we are in an era where they should not have been doing this. Solomon has built the solid temple, which is where almost all of the sacrifices should be taking place, with the exception of the Passover lamb, like I mentioned. So when Joash here is talking about the money, it's bringing up that there are a variety of ways that people gave money to the temple in both worship and obedience. The first list that he talks about refers to money given during a census per man and also free will offerings. It doesn't include money that will be referred to in verse 16 that was still for the priest's livelihood and they still received it. And of course, you can read about all of these things in Leviticus and Exodus and I'll list a couple of specific places, Leviticus 5, verses 15 through 16, and Exodus 30, verses 12 through 15. The account doesn't say when Jehoash made his initial instructions about repairing the temple, and it doesn't explain why the repairs hadn't begun by his 23rd year of reign. The tone suggests some mix of apathy and squandering of funds. The priests weren't stealing, but they were not attending to upkeep. So in his 23rd year of reigning, Joash would have been about 30 years old, and Jehoiada would have been at least 106. This would be a good time to correct or clarify what I said in the previous episode. 
about Jehoiada's age when he rescued Joash. He had to be at least 83 years old when he rescues Joash. After reading 2 Chronicles chapter 24 more carefully, it doesn't say that Jehoiada died the same year that his son was stoned. We'll talk about that more in a minute. But just regarding Jehoiada's age at this point of being at least 106, he might have been hoping the younger priest would take more initiative. But after Jehoash declares his frustration about how the money is being used, Jehoiada sets up a chest for worshippers' money to be more obviously put in to right as they enter the temple. No one seems put out by this, though. It's like they just needed a little kick in the pants. And the people give generously and somewhat incongruously. We find out that the work is being done so well and by such trustworthy people that they don't bother with any further accounting. In verse 17, the narrative takes an abrupt turn, and we are in events 17 years after they began the repairs. And this is where it is helpful to cross-reference with 2 Chronicles 24, where we are told that Jehoiada died. And now Joash has turned to idol worship and then murders Jehoiada's son, Zechariah, in response to Zechariah by the Spirit of God, calling them back to the Lord. They actually stone Zechariah in the temple. And in Second Chronicles 24, it does indicate that the same year that they did this is the same year when judgment finally came on them via Syria and Hazael which not only led to much destruction of the land, but injury to Joash as well. So recall that it was Joash's aunt, Yehosheba, who saved him. So Jehoiada is his uncle and Zechariah is his cousin. It doesn't say exactly how long the time span was between Jehoiada's death and when they stoned Zechariah. But since in Second Chronicles 24, it tells us that God sent prophets like in plural, to Joash, this may have been over a few years. The reading of 2 Chronicles chapter 24 gives the impression that Jehoiada didn't die until after the repairs were complete and that he offered some sacrifices after that. And it also doesn't say how many years they took doing the repairs, assuming a very short length of time, which seems too short of two years, would mean that Jehoiada had possibly died as soon as 15 years before Joash. But if you give a little bit more time for repairs, like five years, and then maybe another five years after that, that would give us an estimate of it being in the 33rd year of Joash's reign. So maybe Jehoiada only died seven years before Joash died. Um, That's conjecture and parameters. But the text doesn't give the impression that Joash's apostasy was going on for that long. The main point is that Joash did not have convictions of his own. He did not really lead, he was led, and he didn't choose advisors well. And both he and the country of Judah paid the price for it. As 2 Chronicles 24.18 says, wrath came upon them for this trespass, a trespass being a willful sin. Some of this wrath was in the form of Hazael defeating them, which exposed more of Joash's weak inconsistency as he then despoiled the same temple he had repaired and then abandoned. And then Joash was murdered precisely because of stoning Zechariah, and so enters his son Amaziah. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today. 
but not the end of our journey.